Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. If that is your real name, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I'm I, uh, welcome to the program. Glad you're here. We have John Solomon. He is the uh, CEO, editor in chief of Just the News, uh, also the author of Hidden Headlines. Um, I I, I want to talk to him about the news of the day because we are on the threshold of something. We're about to give birth. I really think the labor pangs are happening so quickly now, so close together. Our government is so arrogant, so out of control. They're going after whistleblowers. Durham report comes out, all of the stuff on Hunter Biden. And uh, and yet half the country is at least claiming not to see it. And the government is becoming more and more arrogant. What is on the horizon? What comes next? Maybe John can give us a, a little bit of a clue. John Solomon joins us in 60 seconds. First, I want to talk to you about a life that you have helped save. It starts with Lillian. She was in a very dark place when she reached out to a preborn clinic on the internet search. She reached out and she was facing a choice of abortion or life for her baby. And she really didn't feel she had any choices. This is the one thing that then Tanya and I have gotten more involved in uh, abortion um, or anti-abortion, I should say. Um, we've we've really grown sympathy for all of the women that are involved because so many of them feel like they have no other choice. They have no they have no support from anyone, and everybody's like, "Get rid of the baby." Well, that was Lillian. Um, they helped her she chose life her daughter zara was born and uh, she describes preborn the clinic as her safe space preborn's network of clinics brings hope to pregnant women considering abortion through ultrasound for 28 dollars, you can sponsor an ultrasound and write a new great story to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby pound 250 keyword baby or visit preborn.com slash beck that's preborn.com slash beck sponsored by preborn john welcome to the program sir how are you good good to be with you uh you are um you've just put out a new book with brave 
Hidden Headlines, a Seymour Clues mystery, uh, and it's uh, for kids, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, but I wanted to get an update from you on the Durham report, the reaction, what's happening today with the witnesses testifying. Uh, what is your overall thought on where we are and what's happening with this? I think we're at a moment where everyday Americans for the first time are getting to understand the consequences of a big, all-powerful, all-intrusive central government in Washington. And I think across many uh, uh, scandals and controversies and hearings, we're now seeing the consequence. We know that the FBI put censorship requests into places like Twitter and Facebook. We just learned, just within the last hour, Glenn, we just learned that the FBI was able to obtain uh, American uh, bank records in connection with the January 6th investigation from Bank of America without needing a subpoena. The bank just turned them over. There was no protection of the civil liberties or financial privacy of Americans in that circumstance. Another example of big government, big intrusion. It's jaw-dropping. I mean, 10 years ago, the ACLU would be out marching, and today there's a yawn in the establishment media, the establishment government, the establishment um, influencers, they simply don't care. And they're tolerating a, a level of intrusion in our lives in the United States government that is unprecedented in American history. And so these whistleblowers came forward. They have uh, compelling stories to tell. One of them is an agent who said, listen, my job is to send open source intelligence of things that might be concerning to the FBI. I sent open source intelligence that there were some people making claims that the director, Christopher Ray, had given inaccurate testimony. And soon I was uh, had my security clearance suspended and my I had my loyalty to my country question. Now, what makes this FBI analyst so interesting? He did two tours of combat duty in Iraq. How does the FBI get the right to choose to challenge that man's loyalty to his country for, by the way, doing his job at the FBI, which was to tell the FBI there was this intelligence out there. We're living in an era where only one side of opinion matters, where only uh, the power of the government uh, has any say over most parts of our lives. It's an incredible, incredible moment in American history. The American experience is changing before our eyes. So uh, are you are you optimistic? I just talked to Peter Swizer and he said he feels we're making great progress on revealing all of this. And uh, he yes. thinks that we'll we'll see some justice. I'm not sure if we're going to see justice, at least from the federal government, um, and the government is acting more and more uh, boldly. They're they're openly hostile um, and not kowtowing to Congress or anyone else and engaging in scare tactics for the American people, even though we're on to them and we know they're lying about things. They don't seem yeah. to care. Yeah, listen, a lot of people say there's a fourth and a uh, branch of government. They don't seem to be answerable to the other three branches of government. I think there is growing, compelling evidence uh, that that is true in certain circumstances, and it can become true in all circumstances if a greater um, effort to stop it isn't mounted. I agree with Peter that we are making enormous progress on the first thing. You have to get to the truth before you can fix the problem. I think we are uh, unmasking more and more abuses, more and more anti-American activities, more and more abusive government behavior. Uh, the oversight committees are doing a very good job in Congress. There are lots of reporters out there now digging and getting stuff. FOIA groups are winning FOIAs. Uh, whistleblower uh, groups are uh, onboarding whistleblowers. So the exposure and the ability to shine a light on how bad it is and where it is 
is really, I, I think, a success story. The consequence is the Justice Department's not going to prosecute any of its own. We've seen that time and again. The uh, one opportunity for accountability before an electoral change is uh, that the Congress can use the power of the purse to penalize agencies, programs, and people that have engaged in the sort of activities that most Americans find reprehensible. And so there are lots of signs that this Republican Congress, much like Newt Gingrich's Republican Congress of 95, are, are serious about taking a bite out of the size of government and biting it where it will hurt most, which is in the places where abuse has happened. Maybe the FBI doesn't need its headquarters. Maybe the FBI doesn't need so many intelligence analysts anymore. If it's having happiness seminars for its employees rather than solving crimes, maybe we've given them too much money. Those are the questions lawmakers are. I think the power of the purse will create a lot of accountability, but the ultimate accountability is going to be at the electoral box. Either Americans are going to vote for the people who keep growing the, the size and power of government, or they're going to vote against them and put new people in charge. And that's really the question in 2024. Um, the, um, the IRS whistleblowers or blower, the entire team that was working on the Hunter Biden thing just canned. Um, right. And the IRS will not answer any questions about it. Still. Nope. Uh, hasn't yep. said a word to Congress. Congress is demanding answers. what is happening there? Well, uh, it may not have been the IRS that took this action. Uh, Remarkably, it most likely is the Justice Department who just kicked them out of the investigation. So I think the focus of Congress is very quickly turning from the IRS, which says, listen, this wasn't our call. The Justice Department decides what teams they put on cases. They took our guys out. You got to take it up with them. I think that's what they're learning. This is a Merrick Garland question, much like many of the other questions before us today are Merrick Garland questions. Remember, the IRS's whistleblower isn't that his agency did anything wrong. That's not his claim. His claim is that the Justice Department interfered in career officials' recommendations to bring criminal charges. Now it appears that the Justice Department sidelined the whole team. And beyond the retaliatory reprisal issues that that action takes, think about this. We're in the final stages of the Hunter Biden investigation, according to the media reports, according to my own reporting. They're about to make a decision whether to charge Hunter Biden and with what. And the, the guys who've had the most experience on the tax side, who followed this from the beginning to the end, they're suddenly sidelined. There's a brain drain that could really hamper or maybe help Hunter Biden's uh, defense team hamper the government in making an informed decision. That's another reason to be troubled by this beyond the reprisals that we keep seeing at the FBI, the Justice Department, for sure. So um, the... Um the the investigation you say they're about to make a make charges make a decision uh you had comer last week say you don't do anything until we release our report until you hear my press conference why did he say that i think he wanted to make a point that the uh justice department this is based on what he told me so i I don't want to opine what he is but he actually told me this He wanted to make the point that the Justice Department has been so narrowly focused on the most pecuniary of issues with Hunter Biden. Sure, lying on a gun form is a bad thing. If you didn't pay your taxes or you cheated on your taxes, that's a bad thing. His point was there is a much larger scheme, a scheme where money came in, policies changed hands, and more money came in. And most times the people who were targeted for business and were paying up were people who had oligarch-like relationships in corrupt countries and had corruption, legal, or ethical problems that they needed to address with the United States government while Joe Biden was overseeing those parts of the portfolio of the United States government. 
it's it, it seemed like an influence peddling scheme and that taxes according to james comer was too small an issue to be focused on yeah and i think people saw a little bit of that with the romanian oligarch that came out last week right here's mm-hmm. a guy who's trying to get out of trouble and he's paying hunter biden thinking that his dad will get him out of trouble quite amazing uh let me switch topics with you um the the treasury department i've never seen the secretary of treasury go to foreign countries and say hey you got to help us put pressure on because uh these republicans are gonna are gonna hold us to our uh uh to our spending limits um never seen that never seen that now there's also a letter that has gone out and said treasury needs to stay out of the global warming business you have no place there that's not what the federal reserve or the treasury is supposed to be doing um give me the inside scoop on first of all the uh budget are are we seeing any weakening from the white house at all well, this is the first time, and you, Glenn, you and I have probably covered a lot of these over the years. Republicans are always were late to the table, and they always got played at the at the last minute in the prior debt, uh, cliff uh, moments we've had. This year, the Republicans, their legislation passed. They had a credible plan, one that actually tests well with polling. People look and say, of course, we want to cut some spending with this. Uh, and Joe Biden hasn't had an answer. He was playing a game of chicken and eventually realized, wait, there's people on my side of the equation, my voters, some of my members in Congress don't agree with this. And he's come to the table. I think he's weakened. One of the problems that Democrats have is that they don't have enough votes on their side to solve this problem. So that's why they're trying to bring foreign powers in to bring pressure. They don't even have the ability to get enough votes among their own uh, uh, members in Congress to get a deal or get a plan that they want. So that's why they're pulling stunts like trying to get foreign government. No foreign government is going to get involved in our, our debt crisis. They know that our politics should end and stop begin and start at our water's edge. It's not their job to get involved in it. Uh, But you see the desperation that uh, the Treasury Secretary had. And keep in mind, it's the same Treasury Secretary that two years ago misled Mm -hmm. the entire world by saying that inflation was transitory when no data indicated it was transitory. So her record of behavior, her record of achievement is not one that a lot of Treasury Secretaries would be proud of. By the way, I just saw a a YouGov poll, Kevin McCarthy's job approval ratings. January, it was uh, down 5%, net minus 5. February 14th, uh, net minus 2. April 1st, net plus 7. May 10th, plus 10. So he's becoming more popular just by, oh, I don't know, doing what the people want him to do um john idea tell me about tell me about the uh idea the uh, book that you did with uh, brave books well first i never thought i'd have a children's book author in my resume at any point and i never thought i would need to write a book or feel compelled to write a book to defend free speech in america but that's really the motivation for this was when when i was getting canceled uh on the hunter biden story and on the early COVID origin story and other stories that i had written the russia collusion there was no outcry among a large segment of America. I was perplexed mm-hmm. by it. Like the censorship is anathema. I, want, I, I did a, a little self-discovery and found out there are one or two generations of young adults that went through school and they weren't taught the civics lessons you and I were. They weren't taught about the Bill of Rights. They weren't told the First Amendment was first for a reason. In fact, some of them told me when I interviewed them that they were told that in some circumstances, 
government censorship could be a good thing for the larger collective. Now, I have no idea what the larger collective is. It sounds like a Star Trek term, but that's what <laughs> these kids are told. That, it really was crazy. But they, they, they were being told these things. And I realized, oh, my God, the education system isn't the same. And so when Brave Books, who are just amazing people, yeah, came to say, hey, would you like to do children's book? I said, I want to do it on free speech. We took my son's hamster, uh, a pudgy little guy named Chuck. He's a newspaper editor. He can't get his newspaper out in the hamster village because a mean old uh, koala bear named Carl. Yes, he's, he is modeled after Karl Marx. Clogs the tubes in the uh, in the hamster cage. He gave his newspaper out. He can't warn people there's an impending flood coming. And then a, a courageous dog comes along named uh, Demar Clues, and he solves the mystery, saves the village. And kids learn that if you censor, danger, dangerous things can happen. There's some lessons at the end of the book, but. For me, it's it's a it's an opportunity to give moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and grandpas an opportunity to share some lessons that their That's children excellent. probably aren't getting in school. That is excellent. Uh, the name of the book is Hidden Headlines. John Solomon is the author. It's Brave Books, who they do amazing work. Thank you so much, John, for everything that you do. Thank you, Glenn. It's an honor to be on your show. It really is. God bless. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. America's changing from the inside out, and it's not a good change. You and I are what stands between the America we once knew and the one that she is becoming. The ground beneath our feet gets shakier and shakier every day, and we're tasked with leading the next generation into a direction that will take us where we came from. <sighs> Part of this awesome responsibility is embracing fiscal responsibility at all levels, including our us, our own, not spending beyond our means, saving money where you can, and of course, paying down your debts whenever and wherever you can. American Financing can help you with that. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that is in it for you, and they are saving people just like you an average of $700 to $1,000 a month. Plus, you could end up being able to delay just two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. So take some of the pressure off yourself. Call and see if this is right for you. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, my gosh. It has been a whirlwind of a uh, broadcast today. Um, so much. Let me give you a couple of other things. I like this story. I, I think this is uh, the Dynamo Noble plant near Cheyenne, Wyoming, where the 60,000 pound shipment of ammonium nitrate originated and then was put onto a train. And shipped by rail from Wyoming to California. The train, the rail car was loaded again, 30 tons of high explosives, basically. It's fertilizer, but uh, yeah, uh, and it never showed up in California. They don't know what happened to it. Now, I don't know about you, but these damn kids these days that just go and they take a whole rail car. Senior prank time. Yeah. You know, that's that yeah. time of year, Glenn. Either that or it's white supremacists that have taken this whole train car. Oh, yeah. You know, 30 tons. They mm. did it in the dead of night. Nobody could see him, you know, with all those trucks, those pickup trucks. America's largest danger. 
white supremacy. White supremacy. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that, Glenn, because I'm at a, a, a historically black college right now. I say that all the time, <laughs> everywhere I go. Thank you for noticing that, yeah, Stu. Yeah. In case you don't know uh, what he's talking about, he Biden just gave a speech this last weekend, commencement speech. And he goes on and he's like, and I'm not just saying that because I'm at a historically black college. And you could see the people behind him just laughing. roll their eyes and laughing at him. Yeah. No, no joke. I say this all the time. All the time. Oh, my God. I, I, I believe his actual phrasing of it was, uh, I am at, I'm not just saying that because I'm at a black HBCU, which is just saying I'm uh, because I'm at a black historically black college college or university which is just kind of like yeah you're a little repetitive there there's probably not a lot of white historically black colleges or universities well back to the rail car uh dynamo says the trip took them two weeks included multiple stops uh the company said it had limited control over the rail car it's union pacific and uh you know they they got the rail car back it's being transported back to wyoming for inspection uh but they just don't know how all that explosive was was lost i think it's like 60 or 70 times the amount that uh was used for oklahoma city which immediately makes me think of white, white supremacists, supremacists. See? there was one so. there there you go you always know that when you want to bring up a white supremacist attack you can go back to 1994 yeah and, and find one you got that one. uh that's you always that something one. that they'll do yeah or as you pointed out uh open flames on attack. Uh, yep. The open yeah. flames on attack in Charlottesville. That's Charlottesville. always around the corner. I mean, those time. were not necessarily good people. Oh, you know no. what I mean? No, they I, were I'm not, not people. entirely sure they were bad people, yeah. but that does, still doesn't yeah. mean that that is the overwhelming right. threat to our country. Uh, yeah. And uh, by the way, in case you don't know what he's referencing, they just finally arrested a guy with an open flame and a torch mm-hmm. in Charlottesville. Probably a Nazi, but has finally been arrested. We can't do anything with the FBI or the people who tried to kill the uh, Supreme Court, but that the guy Glenn we got. Program. That guy we got. Mm. Oh, anyway. Oh, they're, and they're so busy saving us, you know, and our currency. Man, it's going to be so great when we have a digital currency because the dollar has collapsed and uh, nobody had anything worth anything of value and so the currency collapses and then they reset it to a cbdc a digital currency where they can show us what we can buy and what we can't buy you know your your electronic dollar might not work when you're trying to buy something that you really want but you're too fat fatty for that ice cream so it's going to be great it's going to be great um now central banks are doing something different than they're recommending to everybody else um they're all buying gold but they're, you know, that's for them, not for you. Goldline has some of their industry-leading gold legal tender bar cards back in stock this week. And uh, if you think, well, maybe I should do what they're doing, uh, you take direct delivery and you'll receive 10 of the brilliant silver uncirculated Kennedy half dollars with every card you acquire while supplies last. Go to goldline.com. Call them now at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. A deep investigation into Biden and his crime family. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn tonight. Use the code FEDUP to save 30 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. 
One baby has died and eight have been admitted to intensive care in a mysterious cluster of infections. Uh, And uh, the result is severe myocarditis, inflammation of the heart. Uh, In total, 15 newborns in Wales and southwest England have been struck down. Uh, Now, it's a little unusual, uh, 15 newborns. Um, when usually it's been, uh, let me count them, one in a six-year period. Uh, so it's a, it's, it's a little high. Now, I don't know. You, I know everybody's like, oh, it's a vaccine. Well, it's, not, it's happening in Wales and southwest England. What is happening in Wales and southwest England? If this starts happening everywhere, then you have something. But you're going to be relieved to know the WHO is on it. And they, oh, good. they are baffled. This is the actual quote. They are baffled at what could possibly cause a sudden spike. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are baffled. Uh, by the way, speaking of baffled, uh, boy, <laughs> I have to tell you, I, I mean, I really believed Fauci was a good guy. Mm. And, uh, you know, he's when he says, hey, there's there's no evidence that all the science is settled. I believed him. Researchers at the Department of Defense wrote a devastating takedown of the proximal origin study, which was used by Dr. Anthony Fauci as proof that the covid-19 virus came from nature. The takedown was written in the form of a working paper called Critical Analysis of Anderson et al. It was authored by Commander Jean Paul Creighton, uh, a Navy doctor working at the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. You might know it as DARPA. And also another research science uh, at the Defense Intelligence Agency. So... It was dated May 26, 2020. Let me say that date again. May 26, 2020. Stu, how long had the pandemic been going on May 26, 2020? I mean, in the United States, Mm -hmm. the shutdown was March, you know, between March 11th and March 15th. That was the window where everything started closing. Mm -hmm. So, And uh, that was right around the time that Anthony Fauci got on the phone with all of the people uh, that were even questioning. And they were questioning in public. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, all of these scientists that were questioning were like, nope, nope. Everything's good. It came from someplace, you know, not naturally, not the lab. Natural. Came from some sort of weasel badger kind of animal, Mm -hmm. we think, but we haven't found it yet. Okay, so uh, when everybody is saying that, DARPA scientists say that's not true. Um, The the, uh, arguments that Anderson used to support a natural origin scenario for SARS-CoV-2 are based not on scientific analysis, but on unwarranted assumptions. So here's the Pentagon. The Pentagon, in an internal paper, proves that government officials were very well aware early months that there was no evidence to support the natural origin of the COVID-19 virus. So, so... So wait, what happened? 
What happened? What happened? What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? The, did they? Did it not go up the chain of command? And you know, uh, gee, thank God for whistleblowers, huh? This this time, somebody leaking this, going, um, yeah, uh, we knew, and uh, they've been lying to you. Now, I know some people are saying these whistleblowers need to go to jail. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those. Hmm. But I, I like to categorize my whistleblowers. I think there's a, this is an important discussion. Yes. Because whistleblowers cannot be universally praised. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm skeptical of whistleblowers generally. I like to <laughs> judge the whistleblower on the content of their character and, and the hmm. content of when mm-hmm. they announce. That's, well, yeah. So but, in other words, the worst whistleblowers mm-hmm. are the ones who are like, Oh my gosh, this was the worst thing ever. It's there they tried to light the declaration of I was there at the National <laughs> Archives. They had torches. <laughs> Read all about it in my book that is coming out in 3 months. And that person was there 5 years before. Okay, yeah. Said nothing until the book is ready to come out. Got to be skeptical of that person. Got to be skeptical. Mm-hmm. Got to be skeptical. The next level down from that is anyone who blows the whistle and goes to Adam Schiff. <laughs> okay. You're saying that's a level down. I, well, I think I would trust the book person no, more okay. than the person All that right. goes directly right. to Schiff. Okay. You know, to say I have a similar skepticism when there's a certain uh, group of lawyers that when they're the ones, like Gloria Allred comes to mind. Yeah. If she's the one out there talking about your claim, I just don't believe your claim. I, I'm sorry. It's just a general rule. We're starting there. That's, and it's really like weird a, because and she maybe have some true claims. I, I have to say, but if your choice is I want to expose this with Gloria Allred, I automatically don't believe you. And in a weird way, uh, I kind of feel that way about Alan Dershowitz, and and not because really? only because yeah, I, I so respect him, and I believe he fights the good fight. Yeah, but he also you know O.J. Simpson, he's he's really you know represented some dirtbags. So you look <laughs> at him and you're like, this guy could be you know. Uncle Sam in every good way, or he could have chopped somebody's head off. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's it's just a fascinating thing because I think like a, a perfect example of this is the lady from Florida. I'm going to remember misremember her name, so I won't say it. But she was uh, a, a a Florida government statistician. And she was just fighting the good fight. And she uncovered a whistleblower, started leaking to the media like crazy. That Ron DeSantis was drastically undercoming, uh, under uh, reporting COVID deaths. Mm. Remember this big controversy? Yes. And she came out and she and she went on every, eventually got on every MSNBC show and made up the rounds of all the local media. She was praised by everybody. Blah 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 blah. You know, it takes a few weeks and we finally figure out that uh, none of the stuff she was saying was true. And it was just a bunch of she was screwing up the data and none of it had any validity whatsoever. And she kept saying this. And like we've come to the point now where liberals through that period. I mean, this is rare. Liberals in that period in the media have come out and said, yeah, we're sorry. We, we, we should not have been taking her seriously. We realize now she was a complete liar. But like a lot of times there's some something inside of a, a whistleblower that does things like this. That has a uh, maybe a separate agenda. Maybe doesn't like the person they're reporting on. Maybe just oh, has different politics. A I lot agree. of times these people come out and they have agendas, and you do have to take them with some skepticism. Unless, of course, as you point out, it had to do with Adam Schiff. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no problem with that. But when, <laughs> for instance, my attitude on uh, what's his name that was the huge, huge national security leak. Uh, 
made a movie about him. He's in Russia. Snowden. Uh, Snowden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't like the way he did that. And I questioned him because he immediately goes away and then he ends up in Russia. And I questioned him. But I g- balanced that with, well, if you're doing that in the United States, uh, you think they're not going to off you, want to off you, whatever. But you should be willing to take that, pay that price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't, he wasn't willing to pay that price, which put him in question. But I still think now that what he told us was so vital. We did need to know that. We had to know that. We didn't care about it. Yeah. But yeah, most of it. We had to know that. Um, look at, you know, look what he warned and look where we are. Mm -hmm. That's all the system. Everything that he said they, they can do. We now know they are doing and much worse. Yes. And much worse. So yeah, no, I, I, you definitely don't throw out, uh, uh, whistleblowers with the baby, the baby with the bath, the whistleblower (laughs) baby with the, uh, skepticism bathwater. Uh, that's, you don't want to necessarily do that. Yeah. But I do think that like every claim that comes out from a whistleblower is not true. And you have to yes. go through them and really look at them and judge them on the merits. Uh, I agree. And I think that's an important thing. We don't know. We, you know, this happened with against Trump. There's a million whistleblowers against Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all saying that he was doing all sorts mm-hmm. of things that we found out later that he wasn't doing. Right. I mean, Christopher these, Steele, in a way, was a whistleblower. These, these whistleblowers that are coming out now seem to have an awful lot of credibility. It does. And they're paying a very high price for doing it. Yeah, very it's, high. It's price. like, you know, the old saying, believe all women don't believe all whistleblowers, but you know, look at them and look at their claims and take them seriously. That's what you should do with whistleblowers. You shouldn't immediately dismiss them, but you should actually have some sort of merit based process that judges who these people are, because a lot of times with whistleblowers is they don't have to put their name on it. They'll stick this stuff in the New York Times reports and ruin people's lives over it. And then we never find out who these people even are and that's a problem too okay just for our esg score can we talk about trans women for a second i yes of course okay uh trans women they're great drink budweiser um trans women uh you know that's obviously a man who's no longer a man but can have a baby Mm. okay what right no uh so a trans man is a man that can have, have a, baby. a baby. A trans woman. woman cannot have a baby. Because it's a man. Because it's a man. Got it. Okay, okay. I got I, it. I get confused so just, on this. Yeah, stuff. just reverse everything. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, a professor at the University of Colorado School of Medicine, he is part of the integrated transgender program there. Um, he is wanting to do a test to see... Uh, what happens, uh, you know, on vascular and metabiolic, uh, uh, metabolic health um, in older people and younger people who are trans women? So he's asking for 30 volunteers to come in and have their testicles removed. So he can do a long term study on what happens to you when we remove your testicles. Um, I think this is, I mean, I think I'm just, this sounds a little kind of like, you know, Mangala a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, Hey, if that's your deal, but why put 30 more people in when, I mean, 
when you've got so many people in Washington like Romney, just study him for a while. <laughs> I just what? Uh, that, that's hurtful. I made our ASG score go up and then back down. <laughs> Darn it! All right. Um, Abby wrote in and she told me about Randy. She said, I, I, I didn't think I'd find a realtor in my area, let alone one who just lived blocks away from me. The real estate agent uh, my company paired her up with, uh, she was impressed by. She said, he called me in less than an hour of my posting on realestateagentsitrust.com. And that was just the beginning. Randy had the names of all the tradespeople to take care of whatever needed to be done before the listing. All along the way, the professional photographer he hired made my little house shine. He knew the neighborhood. He helped get the price at the uh, at the level where she got a lot of action. And uh, she got two cash offers and her asking price in a single day. She said, Randy went way beyond my wildest dreams. He's a true professional and someone I now call a friend. That's the kind of real estate agent you're going to find when you are looking for one and you contact us at realestateagentsitrust.com. We're just a referral service. We'll try to give you the person that we feel is the best in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Swimming champion, champion Riley Gaines, who I think is an amazingly brave young woman, uh, she, uh, she tweeted, um, women's swimsuits are, are not accessorized with a bulge. And what she was talking about is the new Adidas women's swimwear, uh, which is being modeled by men. And it is ugly. It is ugly. I mean, it is, it's so just, it's just so crazy, so crazy. Um, but they're doing it anyway. And do they care? No, because they're not doing these ads, you know, in the rest of the world. They're not doing that. They're doing this to America. They're not doing this to China. They would lose everything in China. I think same thing with uh, Bud Light, Bud Light. Another another month down 23%. It's getting worse for Bud Light. And the Bud Light guy saying, well, you know, no big deal. It's only it's it's 1% of our our uh, budget. So they're at least pretending not to care. Um, and I don't you know, I honestly I don't know why Bud Light and not Nike or Adidas in this case. I don't I don't understand, but we apparently we just kind of settled on, okay, Bud Light, no. Even though they have just come out with their new camouflage can. And I would have bought one, but I don't drink. But the other reason is I couldn't find it in the case. It was camouflaged. This is like the approach of the NFL commissioner. Yeah. Who every year, of course, you know this, uh, gets he gets booed when he comes out for the draft. So a couple of years ago, he just started coming out with like, legends of the football community so from funny. the city he's in and like soldiers but like, so like, it's like it's hard to boo well so that's what funny. bud light is trying to do right now 
And they're like, I don't think it's going to work. I mean, it does feel like everyone's kind of settled on Bud Light as the poster child of like, yeah. we can't have 24% drop. I, it's, it's, it's remarkable. It is remarkable. And we hope that it sends a message, but I'm not sure. But that even just even this is to make you feel like you don't matter anymore. You do matter. Tonight at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time, we have a network-wide special that you do not want to miss. Uh, it is Reckoning, The Reckoning, The Biden Crime Family. Stop waiting around for people in Washington. There is a constitutional way to take care of this. We just all need to believe that we have the power to make a difference. You do. Tonight, don't miss it. Invite a friend. If you're not a member of The Blaze, please join us. You get 30% off your uh, year-long subscription. That's the biggest offer ever. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is fed up.